This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Time now for us to catch up with Eleanor Doig from the South Dunedin Community Network. Morena, good to have you with us, Eleanor. Morena, Jeff, how are you today? Very well, thank you. How are things out in South D this morning? Oh, look, it's good. It looks like it might rain, but we're all good out here. Yeah, a little bit of rain in the forecast. We're going to get, I think, something like 22 degrees in the city, but a bit of rain developing later on this morning, a bit of a southwesterly change coming through. Hope you still got a beach walk in or something, Eleanor. Is that, do you do that? <laughs> That'll be nice, eh? <laughs> Tell us uh, what's been going on with the network lately. Well, um, of course, COVID is the big topic of the day. Um, and so we've had to be thinking, like all other community organisations, about how we're going to go about keeping ourselves, like um, our staff and our community, as safe as possible. So we've had to come to the difficult decision to that our staff are going to work from home. Um, so the rooms are closed in King Edward Street uh, for individual drop-ins and things, but um, they are still open for groups who want to book it. So um, if, if there's a group around South D who wants to have meetings or activities, the rooms are still available to them for free, um, and they just need to ring our phone number, 455-0472, to get access to that room. They would have to do a good clean afterwards, of course, and take their own care around COVID things. So that's um, that's sort of one thing that's going on. We're, we're concerned to keep as much touch and as much touch with the community as we can, Jeff, because it's difficult and it's going to get more so in the next few weeks, I think, um, to keep in touch with people when physical presence is a bit more problematic, especially for a lot of the people in our community. Um but uh, I would urge people to have a look at our Facebook page and our web page to keep up with things that are happening. There's newsletters and all sorts of things on there. Yeah, it's one of the, so uh, one one of the special challenges at this time, isn't it? I mean, in other times, perhaps we had, you know, we had a, a better idea of how long uh, something... Uh, mm. Some restrictions might be in place, but but now, of course, uh, with uh, the wave of Omicron and still Delta coming through the city and yeah. indeed around the country, it's kind of yeah. how long's a piece of string. <laughs> so very it unpredictable. Is. So yeah. the the measures that you're putting in place, they are just f- for the foreseeable future, and you you're flexible about what might happen uh, further down the track. Yes, who knows? Um, I'm, what I'm hoping is that there will be a wave, and then the other side of that, in maybe a couple of months. It'll be, you know, the worst of it will be over. That's my hoping, Jeff, anyway. Well, we've got to be future-focused, don't we? And I see you've already set a date for South Dunedin Street Festival 2023. (laughs) First of April. I know. That was was a hard decision to make, Jeff, because you know the Street Festival is a real highlight of our year. And at first we were going to have the the Street Festival and then not on the Street Festival. It was going to be at Tahuna Park. Um, but then it all got too hard and we decided we would have to call it. So that was sad. 
Yeah, it's hard to imagine it having gone any other way now that we're facing the kind of numbers that we're looking at. Um, but uh, yeah. yeah, always a very difficult decision, and and really, you know, it's a, it's a real shame from the community's perspective because there's always mm. such a wonderful vibe out there at the South Dunedin Street Festival. Um, mm. You can spend a day catching up with people or meeting new people, take in some of the entertainment, meet some of the uh, the people who are running uh, uh, and involved in community organisations throughout South Dunedin, and of course support. Yeah. Some of the local businesses out there too, who like so many That's others, right. will be feeling it tough at the moment. So, That's yeah, right. well, yeah. F- fingers crossed for all the very best for 2023 as far as that's concerned. Absolutely. So, yeah, you're, you're comfy and cosy in your home office, then, Eleanor. I am. <laughs> I am, and I've got Zoom working, so that's all good. Um, we we would normally be looking forward to having a, a hui in February or March. Um, but we're going to be, we're looking at ways that we can do that differently, Jeff. Um, I think that's what we're all going to have to do. Whether we can uh, create videos, video uh, snippets of information, and whether we can have small mini hui or how we can do this, uh, we've just got to be as creative as we can, eh? Yeah, indeed. Hey, Eleanor, I just wanted to take a moment. You might have some words to say about this, but I know that the South Dunedin Community Network did uh, did note the passing uh, of Anna, Anna Frost um, yeah. at the end of January. Um, Anna Frost, uh, many in the uh, uh, community sectors will, will, will know Anna from her work with the Department of Internal Affairs. Um, yeah. yeah, what can you say about Anna's contribution? Uh I'm almost speechless, Jeff. Anna was such a gem of a woman. She's a gentle, humble, highly intelligent, very experienced, a laugh a minute, and she was just a gem for us. She she was our DIA advisor right from the start, and her values um, just are threaded through the network, and we miss her every day. We really grieve for her husband Craig and daughter Grace, um, and we we are mourning her. She was a, a gem of a woman, and it's just wrong that a person of fifty should should die like that. Should yeah. leave us and and leave her family. She would. Oh, it just makes me so sad. It is, it is uh, sad news. She's a wonderful woman. There yeah. is uh, there are many in in the community who will have um, had dealings with Anna uh, over the years, and, and and everyone's comments are the same. And it's actually, uh, you know, in one way we think about Anna's legacy. It's a, re- a reminder that um, you yeah. know that government and bureaucracy can have a very public and warm and friendly and human face. And uh, and, exactly. and Anna was very much part of that. We wanted to always make yeah. sure that that uh, that local organisations and individuals had access to everything in terms of information and support exactly. and, and knowledge of the gateways through the kind of funding support that they can uh, attach themselves to to get their projects um, realised and uh, it's such important work and done with um, such grace and humour. Exactly. You put your, your finger right on it, Jeff. It's, um, it's not often that you get a, a government representative being as gorgeous <laughs> as Anna. Um, and she did. She just made life easier for us. So we're very grateful for her, for her presence and, and her legacy lives on, really.
Oh, well, the way that we do things. We thank yeah. you for sharing your thoughts on that, uh, Eleanor. Um, and look, all very the very best to the South Indian Community Network team, who, um, as we've heard this morning, necessarily having to take the decision to, um, to to work from home to keep everybody safe and uh, not work from the offices there, but you can still, as Eleanor has said, uh, book spaces and talk to the team. So what is the best way to get in touch with the South Indian Community Network if people do want to find out more to access services or to make any bookings like that? Uh, the phone number 455-0472 or by email to admin at southd.org.nz. Brilliant stuff. Eleanor Doig, thanks so much for taking some time to join us uh, and sharing your thoughts here on ORFM's Awesome Morning Show. We look forward to catching up in a few weeks' time. Thank you, Jeff. Look forward to that too. Have a good day. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.